What's next? Welcome to another episode of What's Next. The purpose of this show is to talk about exactly that. What is next? What comes after? Tragedy, love, anxiety, risks? You fill in the blank. I will cover topics I've experienced. I'll have guests speak about their situations. And hopefully you as a listener will also send in your topic requests. And together we will find out what's next. What's next? So before we get in the show, I just want to put out a little disclaimer uh, just to state and say that I am not a licensed professional or a therapist of any kind in any way, nor do I play one on TV. However, I'm just a guy here that has a story that I want to share, and I'm going to bring on other people that have stories that they want to share, and our hope is that our stories and our truths and what we've been through and down the roads that we've walked and the paths we've trodden will be stuff that as we share them that will help you in your walk of life what's too. Next? So that's the whole thing with what's next. So here we go. Well, welcome to another episode of What's Next. So we're going to try to change the format up just a little bit today. Um, the new format is going to be actually having a co-host. So uh, a couple episodes back, I had a guest on and uh, a good friend of mine. And so I've invited him back to try this new thing out as a co-host. So mystery co-host, say hi. Hey, hi, hi. Back <laughs> on the podcast. So, <laughs> so that is uh, none other than Andre. So Andre, you like going by Andre or by Dre? You like uh, better. A lot of people know me by Dre. Dre. But Andre's cool, though. <laughs> I've never been, you know, really called by my full name completely, so I guess we can go by Andre. Yeah, and yeah. I know how that is. I go by Tim, and then when people go, hey, Timothy, I'm like, no, 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 that's not my name. My yeah, name's Tim. Exactly. <laughs> but Andre, all right, so yes, I guess that's what's going to stick. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> so we're going to try this out. Uh, basically, the way we're going to do things, the way you guys are used to listening is, you know, we have our stories. We're still going to continue to have guests come on. Um, but as the guests do come on the show, um, we'll both be in here. So we'll both be kind of talking. Um, you know, we'll kind of still have the same show format, and we'll kind of go through the topics and the stories and things that, you know, we're, we've discussed already. And, right. and, of course, Andre will be here as either the voice of reason or uh, the other side of the coin right. or the facts. You know, right. he's going to have the facts. He's going to have the information. Um, whenever I get a little too crazy, uh, you know, with my own personal thoughts on things but no he uh, uh looking forward to it yeah i'm looking forward to it back again and um touching on topics you yes. know that uh you know can potentially help people out and then you know go from there and see what we got you know uh, and that's the goal the goal is to to help people right and uh, i and i was just sharing this with you a little bit ago before we started actual recording but um i was talking to you about how we've actually had a uh, few um, already reach out. You know, we've had people all the way from uh, Toronto, Canada. Right. We've had um, from Minnesota. Um, we've had uh, I don't uh, notifications from um, people here locally um, right. from El Paso. I think it just got, okay. and uh, so it's already definitely you know reaching an audience out there of, of people that are going through similar things that they're hearing and right. expressing. You know how it's helping them, and so when yeah. I think we're we're doing, we're doing um, we're onto something good. Is is what yeah. I'm getting at. If 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 we're able to help each other, help each other and, and other people, so I think that's after all what it's all about. Right, right, definitely, yeah, for sure. I know I've gotten um, some feedback, positive feedback, and some informative feedback about you know our first podcast, and then um, all the other podcasts as well um, on the What's Next series, and it's just you know reaching and touching people. That you know, you never thought who you know could potentially reach or touch, and I think it's um, a beautiful thing. I think um, you know we got something good going. So, <laughs> and so. I know you're you're sharing with me how um, you know people that you've known for years, right. that you've had relationships, friendships, even even deep relationships that after they heard some of the episodes, they've started to 
really communicate on a level like, hey, I didn't know. And, and so it's kind of opened up the conversation a little bit, right? Right, right. Yeah, opened up the conversation for sure. Definitely uh, gives people um, an insight of what your life was really like growing up, especially people that kind of were on the outside looking in but didn't really know about, you know, what was going on in your life. And, yeah, it just, you know, helps people ultimately and, you know, just kind of gives people hope, you know, I think, you know, and gives people, you know, a willingness to push forward. Yeah, and and and, I, and again, that's that is exactly. I uh, couldn't say any better. Uh, nail on the head. Um, that's that's our goal here is to help to help right. others to help people, and so um, we'll kind of uh, look into getting into our topic today. Um, you know, we talked about there's so many things that we could we could discuss and go over. Um, you know, we've already talked about you know suicide, which is you know um, something that I've experienced on multiple uh, uh, levels. You know, not only my own father. Um, and, and these are things I'll go back and, you know, you and I can talk about, um, but I had two uncles, uh, my dad, two of my dad's brothers also, um, take their lives. And so, um, that's one of the things that I've had. Um, I had a, uh, uh, a lady from, uh, Minnesota, or at least she told me she was traveling through Minnesota. Okay. Um, she talked about, uh, her son and, and recently, um, losing him and, wow. uh, and, uh, just, heartbreaking story um but she's also talked about how you know she has um you know her her family there her remaining children and uh this was a young man who was uh, just you know starting out his life and going to college and just to think about the weight of the world that must have been on his shoulders that he must have felt um, to be in a situation and so i'm hoping i don't want to get too deep into it because i'm hoping to actually have her come on and share her story you know herself and and kind of tell from the aspect of um because i i know what it's like to have lost someone uh in the realm of being a parent but i don't i mean being a being the child to the my losing my parent but this is someone that you know has lost a a child to this right um and um and then someone close to our family um my wife um has a family member that um, had lost her son and, um, and he was still in, you know, in school, just a young, young man. Um, and, and, uh, who was bullied in school and, and just feeling the pressures of, of that. Um, and, and how someone that young could feel the weight of the world on their shoulders and feel like they can't go on. And so, uh, this, this suicide thing is just becoming more and more, um, prevalent and more and more, um, I don't want to say accepted, but as a, as a as a way out, I guess. It, right. It's, it's, yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. we're seeing a lot of that, and we've also talked about uh, and uh, what was the other subjects we've talked about? Um, epilepsy. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Talked about that a little bit. Um, talked about the Eddie Key story, of course. That was something we talked about, and um, I mean these subjects are you know are real. Um, yes. These subjects are, like you said, prevalent uh, to what's going on um, right now. Um, and, they're, and they're just, you know, things that need to be talked about. I feel like a lot of people kind of keep them, keep them like hidden. And, you know, yeah. they don't really want to talk about it. You know, it may be embarrassing or they feel like they can't get the right help. And uh, I feel like, you know, these things that we're doing right now, just talking about it, getting it out, you know, getting it out on the air and uh, just hopefully, you know, helping somebody you know just by talking about it you know exactly. and just you know i mean that's uh the biggest thing we can do is really you know just identify you know what the problem is and then you know take action and hopefully you know help somebody yeah because i think i think one of the biggest things that i know i certainly have felt at times in my life um not just related to you know losing my father and going through that but other general things in my life too and I don't know if it's society, I don't know if it's the way people are raised, or if it's the way we're taught, or our own life experience, but you get to that point where you feel like nobody does care. Right. So why talk about it? Right. right? Nobody right. cares anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's something we want to lift is, you know, we care here at least. Right, right. Yeah. You know, so, Definitely. you know, if nobody else does, we do. Right, right, exactly. Definitely. So so we do welcome, if you're listening now, and you have a story, and you're just like, listen, I, I really want to get this out there. I want to help other people, or I can tell you, number one, for me personally, this is the one of the most therapeutic, thing, therapeutic things I've ever done, right. is just start telling my story, start getting it off my chest, right. start, right. you know, instead of balling up all these emotions and feelings and all this stuff, you know, right. hey, I'm just going to, I'm going to get on this mic, I'm going to use my platform, and I'm going to talk about it, 
and hopefully somebody's going to hear it and say, I feel the same way. I've been there. I get that. I've felt that. And, you know, if you can make it through it, I can make it through it. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you can, you know, get it off your chest. Um, like I said before, I shared my story. I didn't really talk about it a lot, not even to my wife. And so she was like, I mean, some of the things you said, like, I've never heard you say those things wow. before. And I was like, well, you know, what? I think because I was given the platform to actually talk about it and express how I feel, it, you know, kind of freed me in a way. And it kind of made me feel comfortable enough to where I could talk about these things and, um, you know, just get it off my chest. And it, it felt good. It was therapeutic, like you said. It was like... You know, I don't know if a lot of people do yoga, but I mean, it's like doing yoga, you know. But, I have but, to confess, I I don't uh, do yoga. Yeah, I've never, I've never, I've never done yoga either. <laughs> but um, yeah, it just it just felt good mentally. Yeah, um, mental yoga. There you go. Yeah, you know, just to get it off and and, and just to verbalize how I was feeling inside about you know all those things that I've held inside for so long in my mind. So it felt good. Yeah. So if anybody. You know, you're out there and you're listening and you just, hey, can I have a chance? And if not, you can write us a letter. Um, you can send the, you can message on Facebook. So we're out there on Facebook, What's Next Podcast. I did spell it with a K, had to do that so we could be unique. So uh, it is What's Next Podcast. It's on Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, YouTube. Uh, and if you just want to, so you can message or direct message on those uh, platforms or you can just send us an email, old school style. And so that's what's next podcast at gmail.com. So either way, any way um, you want to, you know, I've gotten, that's how people have already begun to contact me and right. message us and, and get a hold of us. And so we're starting, the, the stuff's starting to come in. And um, so as your stories come in, of course, I'll reach out and just tell you, hey, is this something that, you know, you would personally want to come on and share. I welcome that. It's There's nothing like a person telling their own story. Right. Um, but if not, and you just, hey, you know, it's not really me, but I could certainly write a letter and give you all the information and the facts, and then you want me to tell your story, uh, I'd be honored, and I'd certainly, you know, we do the, you know, Andre and I will do the best job we can to tell your story. Yeah. Um, but, of course, you know, we, we welcome you to come on the show um, on your own. But if not, you know, we, we definitely would be honored to, to do that in order to help help reach someone. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Sure. So today we bring another another subject uh, and some of it may fall in line with kind of, you know, some of the other subject matter that we've already talked about and and so it may just kind of uh, be a correlation, I guess, to some of that. Uh, but what we're going to talk about today and again, you know, I've already said it in the in the preliminary part of the episodes which will be on most of them is that although I am not a licensed professional. Neither one of us are. Um, we we have life experience that that we've been through, or we have we know someone, or, and so we'll talk about some of the facts that we know. Of course, you know we are fact checking some of this stuff against you know the internet and research and reading books and stuff like that. So, uh, we're not blindly just stating things. Um, so the subject we're talking about today is like just different types of anxiety, um, forms of anxiety, and and what does anxiety do and um, what are the causes of it or what are some, some things that we might believe or we might have seen well that's what we'll be talking about today so stick around for more I think that anxiety is such a uh, it's such a, a big uh, word and I think there's a lot of misnomers or a lot of thoughts about what it means yeah. and um, so we're not going to be the end-all, be-all on this. Right. <laughs> there, there's a lot out there on, on anxiety, and yeah. I've I've met people, I've experienced my own forms of anxiety. Right, right. And as I'm sure, you know, you have. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, it's, um, it's, a, it's a broad topic, I believe. I think a lot of factors go into just anxiety in itself. Um, yeah. I think there's a lot of things that actually, like, make up anxiety. You know, there's a lot of, you know, different things that could, you know, cause it and, and different things that can trigger different Most emotions that go into it, uh, anxiety. I believe, uh, number one, though, it is all mental, uh, in my opinion. I think um, just, you know, experiencing people with anxiety, experiencing anxiety in my own life um, and just feeling it and, and kind of getting a feel for it, it it's, yeah. it's 100% mental. 
um, yeah. which could be you know one of the hardest things to deal with in life anyway is mental mental things. Right, and yeah. and this month is actually, and if you want to make sure we talk about that, this month is actually Mental Health Awareness Month. Okay, yeah. Um, yep. Also, Military Appreciation Month as well. Okay. Uh, we've been already around the corner, yep. Yep. and then there's PTSD, which is a form of anxiety. And so, with all this uh, month of awareness, we make sure that we do talk about these things, and that's kind of what led us to this. And I know there's there's different schools of thought, and the the one is the mental, and um, how do you arrive there and and some people say, well, you know, it's it's a yeah, it's a chemical imbalance, and uh, you can't help it. And so some of these things are brought on by uh, by just having a chemical imbalance. And there is truth to that. There is truth right. to saying that, you know, there's just some things that aren't that aren't right. Um, and so I have that. And there's some forms of anxiety that are learned behaviors. Right. Um, and uh, and I say learned behaviors because I I notice that some things that. Um, uh, that I've done, you know, in forms, some forms of anxiety, uh, where I'm anxious about some things, and my children see those things, right? Then they learn that behavior, and so it causes them to have that form of anxiety that they may not have had had I not taught that to them, and so that's where that that's it's kind of a a balance beam there, um, because then the thought is, well, no, they're just that way because. They carry your genetic code, and so they have that that uh, chemical imbalance that you have, and so I think yes, there's some there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, right. Um, so it's it's one of those things where, like I said, we're not the end all be all. We're not saying what we're saying is a hundred percent true and correct right, uh, right. above anyone else, or we we have the final say on anything. Right. But just some things that that you know from from our experience and from what we've seen, just our thoughts on this. But please don't. Um, judge this subject by what we say today because there's so much more to it. Right, um, right. So much out there, so much. Um, so, uh, you know, we a lot of our subjects are deep, and so uh, we welcome, you know, feedback on this. You know, if there's something that you're like, hey, I suffer from anxiety, and this is what I experience, and this is what I go through, and this is what I believe. Um, so uh, we'll get into it. We'll start talking about um, different types of anxiety. And so the first one is what they call, I think it's called GAD. Um, I believe that's a general um, anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's in general where a person just feels anxious. Most days they're they're worrying about a lot of different things. And um, this thing, these things last like worry for periods of up to like six months, you know, oh, okay. where they're just, they're just worried about, you know, um, how am I going to pay the bills? I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And and so they get anxious and they get worried. And then they start thinking, you know, I, what if I lose my job? And then I really can't pay the bills. And then what if uh, what if this and what if that? And then it, it just starts stacking. And so right. that's kind of like that general generalized anxiety. And I think, um, I know I myself have experienced that right. a time or two yeah. um, where I've had that, that feeling of just uh, there's that general anxiety over things, and so those are the ones where I mean more. Where that's the kind of stuff that you can you can kind of teach your children by them seeing, you know, that because uh, they talk about people teaching their kids to have faith as well, and, right, and right. believe and trust, and be like, you know what, it's all right, we're gonna make it. I don't know how we're gonna make it, but I know we're gonna make it. Right. And so, right, so yeah. at least they they get that. And so, I wish that I could say that I've been the type of parent that's always been confident and been like, hey, yeah. we're good. <laughs> but uh, I have my days where yeah. I, you know. I definitely have my days. Um, and I, I mean, you kind of experience um, anxiety and being anxious in everyday life. Like, for example, like for me in my life right now, like I'm switching jobs and I start my new job on June the 10th. And yes. I mean, I'm feeling like anxious right now. Not so much like of to where it's like troubling, you know, my life, but anything like that. But I'm feeling anxious because I don't know what to expect on a new job. You know, I don't know, you know. Who I'm gonna meet, who I'm gonna talk into, how I'm gonna do. So that kind of, I think that anxiety is kind of, you know, normal. Um, right. Now I think when it becomes maybe starts to interfere with your life, crippling m- maybe. Maybe that can maybe you know be characterized as a maybe anxiety disorder. Right. So that where you know it starts messing you know with your sleep, and that's when people tend to you know you know restlessness. You know, that's the excessive worrying comes into play. And so, I mean, there's a lot of, um, you know, things that, you know, play, like I said earlier, play into um, the anxiety. Um, you know, I mean, like you said, we have kids. Like, I mean, I yeah. get agitated. Like, I feel like my patience is, <laughs> yes. you know, the older I get, I'm like, oh, man, you know, this is 
I'm not supposed to be having it. I'm supposed to have more patience. Not <laughs> You're like, I patience. didn't know I was going to become my dad after yeah, all. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, you know, I am find myself feeling feeling agitated. And yeah. that's, you know, on here, I'm looking at the site right now, and um, that's one of the things of they they label it as, like, anxious. Yeah, it's a, it's a symptom of, of being, like, anxiety, being anxious. And, well, and you they know, can drive you to anger. I know... I know um, you know, personally speaking on that is, is getting anxious, like you're saying, and right. and it driving me to the point of where I'm I'm angry and I'm frustrated and I'm and so you just start taking it out on people and, and sometimes you don't even know why. You're sitting there going like, Wait a minute, wait a minute, I just went zero to sixty right. and and I don't even know how I got here and <laughs> yeah. and you know, and so later on it's where you're kinda of beating yourself up like, Man, why can't I just get a handle on this? Like right. why am I letting this happen? And yeah. and uh, I've experienced that that happen, you know, in my own life. Right. You know, right. it's like man come on come on yeah. i gotta be able to beat this yeah exactly it's just like and it's a whole like i said it's a mind thing you kind of get caught up in your mind and you kind of one of those things to where you kind of react and you don't really think about it you know and it's yeah. uh yeah and it's not really you know it's you're more emotional more than you are logic and it's kind of yeah you know and it's kind of like oh whoa you got to step back and be like, hey, why did I react like that? You know, let yeah. me let me get that right. I shouldn't have done that or, you know, I shouldn't have said that. And that's that's a humbling feeling. It is. You know, truly. when you have to kind of, you know, step back from the situation and kind of analyze, hey, like this is, I caused this and I yeah. kind of, you know, have to get it right and step back and, and go from there, so. Yeah, so, I mean, definitely all very good points. And, and, and like you said, you know, we're, we're pulling this stuff directly from these sites where they, you know, kind of have this information. It's, it's out there. Information is out there. Information is power. Right, and this right. information is out there. If there's things you want to know about this, it's there. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're, we're also infusing this with things that we just, we know. Right, um, right. And, uh, and like I said, I can tell you um, a lot of forms of anxiety I saw in my father, you know, leading up to what had happened to him, you know, and not, I, could I have identified it and noticed it then? No, obviously not, I didn't. Right. Uh, but looking back, I could see, like, man, like, all the stuff he was dealing with and he was going through and, and all the anxiety, and, and, of course, I see it now in my own life. I see it in my brother's life, you know, right. after that. And, right. um, you know, so so I, I definitely know that there are some traits that are passed down, um, and I also know that there's some things that, you know, like I said, it's both genetic and a mental um, chemical imbalance way, but it's also learned behavior. I think it's a mix of both. Right. Um, on right. some, there's some things though where we'll talk about um, are are different. So like there's social anxiety, you know, and and that's the one where there's a person has and, and all these you're gonna I've I've found out almost every one of these is surrounded by fear. Um, wow. But social anxiety is is basically a person has an intense fear, you know, where they're they're afraid of being criticized, so they don't. Um, so socially, like they don't interact with people because if I do this, you know, somebody's going to say this, or if I say this, this is going to happen, you know, so they don't want to be criticized. They're afraid of being embarrassed or humiliated. Um, so those things, you know, cripple them from being social. So they become almost antisocial or non-social at all because they, they feel this, this form of anxiety of, of, you know, the fear of, I don't want to be criticized. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be humiliated. Um, so even in their everyday situations, you know, uh, publicly speaking, where they got to get up and talk in front of people or they got to go out to a restaurant and be out in public eating, like, you know, look at somebody, they're going to watch how I chew. Right. Like, this is real stuff, you know, or right. um, they're they're afraid of being assertive at work or, or uh, you know, just, just making small talk with people. And so these are things that in a social anxiety setting, you know, cripple a person where you know they just i just i don't want to be criticized i don't want to be embarrassed i don't want to be humiliated and imagine what that person feels like every day having to feel these feelings and being so in it and it's an intense fear for them it's not just like a little like, like a oh, regular fear yeah, like, I, yeah you know it's yeah, intense exactly yeah that that's very intense um um uh, i remember one time my uh my son was getting an award, and my son's very, you know, he's very goofy, outspoken, and he, yeah. you know, and I didn't really know he was, like, shy until he got an award at school, and they called his name, and uh, and I just saw his whole body language change, and I was like, whoa, you know, I kind of stepped back and, like, you know, that's that's really not him, he's, like, outspoken, you know, he's, he's, he's exuberant, and he's just, he's loud, but when he got the award, he was kind of, you know, sh- you know, shy and kind of, you know, had his head down, you know, holding his hands. 
And uh, I mean, that that was kind of opened my eyes, you know, social anxiety is real. Matter of fact, it says here, so social anxiety uh, disorder is very common, affecting about roughly 12% of American adults wow. at some point in their lives. Uh, in fact, uh, about 50% of those who have it are diagnosed by age 11, while 80% are diagnosed by age 20. And so wow. that those that's statistics young. are are kind of eye opening. There, you know, that's that's very young. Um, and so you know, I always like check for signs. You know, um, I think stress plays a big part in there too. Okay. You know, stress. You know, it, you know, kind of putting a lot of pressure on yourself, um, especially with the the test the testing at the end of the year for students. Yeah. I know a lot of students, you know, some, you know, put a lot of pressure on they themselves. Do. You know, hey, I'm going to pass this. You know, I got to get, you know, a good night's rest and, and, and things like that. And so um, it, could, it could be a lot of, you know, things, like I said, and this just this information. You learn something new every day and just learning about all this new stuff about anxiety is really eye-opening. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the things is that um, I'll, I'll, there's a lot that suffer from it. There's a lot that. Um, they go through it, they, they experience it, but they don't, they don't really talk about it. They don't really communicate, you know, with others about it. They don't. And so it's kind of that, uh, I don't know what the right term is to to kind of say what I'm trying to say, but, uh, where I gotta, I gotta fix it on my own. I gotta handle it on my own or I'm, or I'm perceived as weak and that could be a form of anxiety too. So, so I don't get help with my anxiety because I don't want to be perceived as a weak person um, because I want to be perceived as though I got it all together. Right. And so, um, and so I think the first step would be admitting it to yourself, admitting like, Hey, uh, you know, the first step is, Hey, I got, I have a, a, not want to say problem, but I have something that I'm struggling with, which is my anxiety and being able to admit Hey, you know, and so if this is you with social anxiety and you're listening, you know, like, listen, you're not alone. I can definitely tell you that. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and we yeah. just, just the t- statistics talk about, you know, you know, kids hitting this at 11 years old already. Right. Um, and right. I guess it's just the world we live in where, you know, kids are already feeling uh, levels of anxiety um, mm-hmm. at 11 years old. Right. Um, you know, and you look at our, our, our world that we live in today and we'll get more into the different types of anxiety. We're going to continue to talk about it, but uh, just look at our society today where just last week and the week before and the week before, I think there hasn't been a week within the last month to maybe two months where there hasn't been a school sh- related shooting or somebody taking a gun to school, or schools being locked down, or a threat on a school of something going to happen, and so these kids are in the school. Wow. And, and and think about it in in form of anxiety, and rightfully so. Right. Right, because they know that hey, is today going to be the day that this happens at my school? Is today going to be the day that I have to worry about getting killed going to school? Right. I mean, that's like a it's not their fault like and that so that's where that's that area where you can't say well you know and, that, and that's why i said not the end all be all to say oh that's that's a top behavior right. it is a, it is but it's because of a real life thing that's happening like this is right. this is real this is this is happening and so our kids are going to school and they it's not like they don't know and it's certainly not something we want to hide from them i mean right. it's happening hey be careful you know and so much so that we're now trying to get them trained like hey if if somebody comes in the school with a gun what do you do where do you right. go how right. do you hide now they have drills like to think back when we were in school we weren't having drills yeah, about we were, people coming yeah, out of school to shoot up exactly the school. yeah there yeah. was none of that there wasn't you know um and you just never know you know people may seem good from the outside that's true but on the inside, you know, they be, you know, may be experiencing, you know, extreme stuff. And, you know, stuff is real, you know, you know, low self-esteem, you know, depression. Yeah. And we want to help those guys, too. Right. So right. they don't go do something right. like that. Right. Exactly. You know, get, get, get that help. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, so social anxiety. I mean, think about if you're that guy that, you know, I don't have friends or the friends I have. I can't count on them. I can't. And really the truth is it may be not that you can't count on them or that they're, you know, and, and again, we're talking about the social anxiety. Um, it's not that, you know, somebody's intentionally done something or not done something. It's just that thought of 
your anxiety is so great on the social aspect that you believe things are so that aren't so. And so that, like I said, comes into the being criticized or the embarrassment or the humiliation. Um, So even something that isn't even existent, you conjure up in your own mind because of your social anxiety. And and it keeps you from having a normal relationship sometimes, I think. Right, right. So that's, you know, that's where that's at. Um, so we move on to the next one, um, which this is what they call anxiety brought on by specific phobias. Okay. 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 I know you had a few there that you were looking at. Yeah. Um, so I'll give the overview and you can kind of talk about some of those. But basically a specific phobia is where, you know, a person feels very fearful and it's about a particular object or a situation and, you know, they're going to go to great lengths to avoid that situation. You know, for example, it could be like, you know, um, I'm afraid to go to the doctor and get a shot. Or I'm afraid to get on a plane because if I get on that plane, that plane's going to crash. Right, or, right. you know, I'm afraid of spiders because everyone's poisonous. Or I'm afraid of ding, 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 me. I'm afraid of snakes, right? So they're all poisonous. <laughs> I ain't going to mess with none of them. Uh, okay. But these are, these are phobias. And this is a, a thing that... You know, I think everybody kind of has this in one way or another. Right. And it is a form of anxiety based on a phobia. Right, and if right. you start looking at the phobias, the list is miles long <laughs> of things that, you know, and, and, and yeah. we do laugh and some of it is comical, but man, there's some people that have some like, you're like, you're afraid of what? Yeah, yeah. You kind of, you know, kind of kick back and you're like, what? How are you afraid of that? Um, but yeah, here are some. Some just some common phobias that I kind of, you know, jotted down. So there's an animal phobia, uh, fear for you know specific animals or insects. Oh, uh-huh. um, yeah, I know my wife's. You know, she's afraid of every insect like on this earth known to man. And I just you know, <laughs> if we find an insect or anything around, like I'd have to kill them, and, and you know, we'll go from there. But she's listening right now. Thank yeah, you. thanks, Dre. Yeah, she's probably like, thanks for for putting my business out there. But it's okay, I, I take care of her. So, and there's. The other one, natural environment phobias, which oh, I, wow. you know, fear of natural events like hurricanes or floods, which is, that is, you know, that's pretty fearful, you know, because if they're like, hey, you know, a flood or a hurricane's coming to your town or your your nearby country or your wherever you're at, you know, that's, that's pretty fearful. And then they have blood injection injury phobias. So oh, what wow. you were talking about, maybe, you know, the fear of needles. Um, fear of blood, injections, needles, or injuries, uh, and then situational phobias, fear of certain situations, like an airplane uh, or elevator yeah. ride. And um, oh, Elevator ride, yeah. Yeah. And you, the cable's going to break, it's going to drop. Right. <laughs> you know, you'd be surprised, you know, how many yeah. people, you know, are, are claustrophobic, you know, scared of, like, tiny areas or, or you know, things like that. Um, maybe about even, like, standing in line or being mm. in a crowd. Some people are maybe, you know, that's a phobia for some people, you know. Um, I can see, I, and, and I think, yeah, because I, I know I'm, I'm not afraid of that, but I don't like it. So maybe I am, and I just don't admit it. But, <laughs> but I, I like, yeah. I'm like, oh, there's gonna be a lot of people. Yeah, I don't like crowds. Yeah, I don't like. <laughs> so maybe it, maybe yeah. there is a little bit of a phobia there. You yeah. Know, that that uh, deep down, I want to admit, but. One thing you said, and and I think it kind of goes back to there being, um, there's a certain thing that could be like a, a healthy fear, right? So right. if we get a warning that tornadoes are about to hit the area and it's going to get crazy and it's storming out and you're like, hey, I'm not going to go out to, you know, to eat at the restaurant tonight or I ain't going to go to the club to get turned. Right. I ain't going to do any of that stuff because there's a storm coming. I'm yeah. going to stay at home and that's a healthy fear and that's, that's okay. Right, right. I'm, right, yeah. I'm not going to go to the school dance. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go to work. Well, yeah. you should go to work. You yeah, should try to do yeah, that. Yeah, you should probably go to work. But, but you know, you know, the simple, normal things, I'm not going to do that because, you know, I have a I have a healthy fear and a respect for the for this powerful storm, right? Right, so right. I, I think that's okay, but having the phobia goes to the point that says every storm is the next, you know, category five, category right. six hurricane that's gonna just wipe out, you know, everything. Every storm is Katrina, every right, you know, right. so so just having those thoughts of, you know, this is it's gonna be the worst thing ever and and just going right to that as the first thing. I think that's how the phobias work like i'm 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 naturally afraid of spiders and and i'll just say it now do i do the the 
the uh, protecting of my family against this crazy spider. Sure. What we try to do, in all honesty, you know, and so people don't come after me, no activists. I don't, I don't just kill animals, okay? I try to <laughs> just remove them from the house, yeah. all right, as safely as I can. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I do. If I can, if I can capture the little guy and throw him outside, I'll try to do that. So, um, are you, let me ask you something. Are you afraid of, like, the big spiders, like tarantulas? Oh, yeah. Or no, you as one of, no. I, I'm trying to, I'm know. probably calling somebody for a tarantula. Probably, you know what? I'm probably. I'll probably jump about. I'm, ca- I'm probably gonna case it up. <laughs> I'll probably try to case it up. Like that'd a be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. Go get him a little terrarium. Yeah, but the little spiders, you know, that hang from the wall or something mm. you catch, you're not scared of those. But nah, nah, nah. nah. More yeah. so, more so, like <laughs> yeah. I just you know the ones that are hanging around the house. I just have like. You know, call out the pest control guy. Hey, can you spray my yard and take care of those guys? Yeah, not because yeah. I'm afraid, just because there's there's just a lot of them out there. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. And uh, if you really, you know, and, and you know, people that study this stuff and look it up, you know, they'll tell you, you know, like there's, you know, there's snakes that are good to have around. There's, uh, there's, um, you know, cats are good to have for snakes, and right. there's certain there's certain snakes that'll actually kill rattlesnakes, and so. That certain kind of snake's good to have there, and then you know, and I've talked to people who say the only kind of the only good snake is a dead snake, and you have all these people that have all these thoughts, and I'm just telling you, like, I don't know if it's poisonous or not, so I'm just gonna not mess with it. Yeah, that's pretty intense. I'm just not gonna mess with it. You know, I think I'm gonna I, run. Now that I think about it, I probably <laughs> uh, if I saw a scorpion, hmm. I think I'd kind of you know be a little bit hesitant, yeah. just be, just because of the way it looks. Yeah, well, and maybe you know. I'll tell you what, the next time I see one here in this house, I'll let you know. Cause <laughs> yeah. We see them about once a month here. Oh, yeah, I'll see about the, is it, are they the small ones? Or are they, uh, are they? They're about, uh, I, oh. I don't want to be exaggerant, but oh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're good size. Uh, good size? Maybe a size of, I've seen some about size of like two quarters. So oh, okay. Oh, they're okay. Not big. Oh, that's pretty um, big. So they're not, they're not humongous, but they're, and then you see them real tiny, like the small ones that are like the size of one quarter, right? They're just little bitty, tiny little dudes, you know? So um, those, you know, we try to, you know, if we can, you know, sometimes you step on them. You get stung and he oh, dies. Oh. That happens, you know. That's pretty intense. I'm gonna be yeah. at my house now, like, oh man, is there a, is there a scorpion around here? <laughs> we, don't, we don't see him that that often, but we we've seen quite a few here in this house. Um, so what I do now is every time I put on a pair of pants, I shake them. I put on a pair of shoes. I kind of hit them together to see wow. if it's gonna fall out. Cause I don't really get stung. Is that, that hurts. Is that like a is that like a Texas thing? Um, I'm not. Or is that you know? They there's certain kinds that are here. It's the little brown ones. Little brown ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are the ones I've seen. And I thought because my brother lives out in the country, so I thought, ah, oh. and we lived out there for a little while when we were out on the property, and okay, so we had okay. we would see them everywhere in the rocks and the house. Oh, so we just, we just oh, okay, got used yeah. to them. Yeah, just got used to them. And then yeah. we moved here. We didn't move here. We moved to another house, and then from that house we moved here. Apartments. So I don't think they came with us here. They were just here. <laughs> uh, but it seems like every time they start building new houses, like they're building one a couple streets down oh, okay. uh, in the neighborhood. And so now that that one's being built and the other one's being built, you know, that's when you start seeing snakes. And they built apartments around the corner. So Yeah, they did. They're messing up their homes and their environment, so they drive them into our houses. Right. And so, um, so that's when you start seeing those kind of guys. But we try, if we can, to uh, relocate them. If, I saw I saw a, a skunk the other night. Oh yeah, I'm running the I, other direction from that. Yeah, guy you too. know what? And I didn't really know what to do. I kind of just saw like the black and white, and I was like, you know, what yeah. is that? I took a closer look. I was like, wait a minute, that's a skunk. That's a polecat. That's yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. Lot, you know. I mean, if he, <laughs> uh, what do you do when you get sprayed? What do they say? Like a like tomato bath, or how do they? What do they? <laughs> I, I don't know what the cure is, but I'm getting I'm getting away. I'm getting oh, if away. you see a skunk, you know. Yeah, that's pretty. What if it's walking like right up? To oh, no, <laughs> oh no, that's bad. See that? See now you're talking like you got some anxiety. Yeah, there, exactly. That? <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's good to have a healthy fear. But and you know what? We laugh and we joke about it. But that that is what it is. That's what the anxiety is. It's that when you start saying the what ifs, like you know, what if this and what if that and what if and that's how that anxiety builds. Oh, you know, yeah, so so yeah. the fear of like you know like um and I heard this story one time and it's it's. I think it's like a joke or analogy or something. And somebody said, you know, told a guy one time, he said, hey, what, were you, what would you do 
if you're outside, you're playing basketball, you're hanging with your friends, and out of nowhere comes this bull. And the guy says, well, I'd run. And he goes, yeah, 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 but what if he couldn't outrun him? Like, what if he's the fastest bull there was? He says, well, I'd find a tree and I'd climb the tree. And the guy says, well, what if there wasn't a tree? Okay, well, then, you know, I'd find, like, a hole or a mountain or a cliff or something, and I'd try to climb down. Well, what if there wasn't that? Well, then, you know, I'd find the nearest body of water, and I'd get in the water and hope I could swim because, you know, he can't swim that fast. So I, yeah. I jump in the water, and the guy says, well, what if there was no water? Oh, well, then I'd find a car, and I'd get in the car, and I'd drive as fast as I could, and I'd haul butt to get the heck out of there. Yeah. You know, what if there wasn't a car? <laughs> and finally, he looks at the guy, and he says, man, you just want the bull to get me, yeah. you know? And uh, yeah. but it, but it's that kind of the, those fears kind of go that, to the what ifs like that. I know that's a silly, silly thing to say, but yeah. it's kind of like that. It's like you know there there is the, none of these. No matter what I do, that bull's gonna get me. Yeah. And so I think yeah. that's you know uh, you know and and forgive us. You know I know we're we're kind of being lighthearted with each other, but we don't take the subject lightly. It's right. one of those right. things where we're just laughing at ourselves, but um, you know in our own our own uh, anxieties, but. Uh, but definitely, you know, these are something that, you know, I, I read somewhere, there was a young lady the other day who she talked about going to the beach and how she wanted to, she wanted to go to the beach, um, to just experience the beach. And to me, I'm like, okay, you know, that's I've yeah. been a couple beaches. All right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I'm reading it thinking, all right, I don't, I don't get what the problem is here. And she talked about like how she was afraid to go to the beach and I'm like, afraid to go to the beach. Like what's, what's going to happen at the beach There's some sand, there's some water, there's, right. you know? And as I begin to read this, I begin to see like, you know, this was a real thing that she was really experiencing. And, and after it, I, I had a new perspective on like, you know, I kind of felt, I felt really bad for her, right, you know? Right. So she started talking about how, um, you know, this week I spent 10 minutes, I made it 10 minutes at the beach and how rewarding that was for her. And I was like, wow, you know, 10 minutes, like, you know, I go spend hours at the beach. And so what this was is this had built up. She had made several trips out and she would get there and she would sit down and she'd sit on the waterfront and she'd begin to feel the breeze on her face. And she talked about how she could hear the birds flying in the sky, and she could see the waves rolling in, and she could see this beautiful ocean, and t- start talking about how, you know, smelling it, and just being there, and being like, oh, you know, this is what I always wanted to experience. Yeah. And while she's sitting there, she begins to think, you know, I'm, I'm a little close to the water, and it's possible that a shark could swim up. And, and come up here and tear my legs off or eat me and I could die from a shark shark attack so she kind of starts finding herself scooting back away from the water trying to get further and further back away from it you know and then she talks about how while she's out there and and I hope I'm getting this all exactly right I read it a couple weeks ago but right. I think from there she talks about how um, as she begins to think about getting attacked by a shark in the water she starts thinking about um, other people that are watching her. There's other people at the beach. And she's thinking about how they're watching her and they're looking at her and judging her and how she's afraid. And, and they're looking at her and they're probably talking about her and, you know, all these conclusions she's coming to that they're saying to where, and she's fighting it, telling herself, no, 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 it's okay. There's no shark. They're not talking about me. I'm okay. I can sit out here. I can make it a little longer. Before she said the anxiety just got the best of her, she had to leave. Wow. She had to end her experience at the beach because she was so overcome with fear. And there were some other things she talked about, you know, going on in her mind. It just kind of, right. it just kind of building one thing on top of another to where she was just, she couldn't do it. So she couldn't even experience this moment that she really wanted to. Right. And it was because right. she was so overcome with this feeling of, you know, em- emotions uh, over this uh, simple thing that, you know, we take for granted that. Right. You know, we, we could do. Yeah, and I mean, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's the, the biggest part of it is, is mental. You know, that's uh, just to put yourself in, you know, the worst case scenario, even yeah. when you're experiencing something so, like, blissful, right. such as the beach, you know. Yeah. I mean, just the hypotheticals that, you know, kind of replay in your mind. And, um, and it says here, phobias affect 12.5% of Americans at some point in their lives. That's a lot. Um, they tend to develop in childhood or the teenage years and are more common in women than men. And oh, wow. that's, um, wow. And I, and I kind of just goes back to me. What 
what can you do as far as in your mind to kind of like reduce that, reduce that anxiety? You know, that must be a hard battle to fight like with yourself. You know, like it's really like hard to lie to yourself. Yeah. Like you have to like try like really hard to like lie to yourself. You know, like you wake up in the morning, you smell your own breath. You're like, <laughs> you're my like, breath smells great. My breath smells great. My breath smells lovely. Let's get the day started. But yeah, you know, yeah. you walk around killing people. <laughs> you know, that's and you see kind of the contrast. You know, yeah, in, in yeah. that. And so I, I think that's just that mental battle. That that must be rough. I, I can only imagine. Like I, yeah. I mean, just having to. You know, my heart went out to this this girl just reading this. Like I felt for her. Like, man, I I can't imagine what that's like. And so thinking about not only her, you know, being brave enough to share this, you know, um, out there so others could could read it and could find some help. You know, her saying, "Hey, this is my experience." But you know what? I'm I'm uh, I'm getting enough courage up to go and spend a little more time each time. Yeah. And, and she's pushing through it, and she's persevering, and she's. You know, she's forcing herself to go out in, in an area that's not comfortable to her because of her anxiety. Right. And so I, I think about how many people that we probably don't even, like we talked started this episode talking about, you know, how um, many people have come forward and talked to us and told us about all these things that they're going through. And so I wonder how many people around us, uh, friends, acquaintances, right. bosses, right. Uh, employees, cousins, brothers, you name it, mm-hmm. how many people are dealing with forms of anxiety heck maybe even our own spouse or our children right you know are right. dealing with these with these anxieties i know that like you you mentioned you know your son and that award situation and you talked about the tests i know you know i know my own daughter and my son have shown me some of their forms of anxiety and i think man am i teaching them this is this something i'm showing them right and, and right. maybe it's not me maybe it's society as a whole and then some of it like we talked about it's just real life you know they yeah, they can't help but be scared going to school, you know. Right. Uh, but right. you you have different people that'll say different things to you. I've had people throughout my life tell me, you know, well, planes crash every day, so you gonna let that stop you from getting in a plane? I mean, they they crash. It's still the safest way to fly, you know. And, right. and, and you know, right. so everybody kind of has their own their own thought. But I kind of I kind of think about it this way. So when my father passed, and you know, I was at the funeral, and I kind of kind of talked about this and, and I know you've listened to all those episodes but right. I kind of talked about how there were people that had you know things to say that's what yeah. I call it things to say and I'm sure that this happened at your brother's right. uh, funeral as well you know people mean well and and um, so and this is why to make sure we're very careful with the subject we want to make sure we kind of uh, end on that note um, and this is going to be a, a series uh, it's going to go a couple parts because, right. you know, we've, we've already kind of gone to the, the time length that we're going to go today to talk yep. about it. We have so much more to cover. Yep. So there'll be more. Um, this will just be a continuation um, that we'll continue talking. But I, I did want to make sure kind of where I was um, going with this that I kind of stayed stayed on that on that track, which was to say that um, that people have their own uh, way of communicating their response about what you're going through like i remember you know i there were with my dad and I people come up to me and say like you know it's gonna be all right you know tomorrow's another day you know i'm looking at him going are you smoking something man? right yeah uh, my dad just died like it's not gonna be all right it's you not, know it's, it's, yeah it's, I'm, not, I'm not just gonna be all right or you know they'll come and you have people that are and i grew up in church and and so i i know in the bible verses and all those things and and i take comfort in them but there's sometimes where it's you know somebody walks up to you and says hey man romans 8 28 says all things work together for good so it's gonna be good it's gonna work out buddy and they slap you on the arm and smile real big and you're like Dude, I gotta bury my dad in a couple minutes. Like yeah. that's not what I want to hear right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. so, so where I'm going with that is, you know, people have their own way of saying, you know, hey, this is this is what I think, and this is my advice right now. And so, I, I want to make sure that we ourselves don't put ourselves in that realm to say, hey, with anxiety, you know, like, hey, just do this or just do that. You know, I think if it was that simple, people would be doing it. It's kind of like the the, you know, I. 
I, uh, you know, gain all this weight from all this food I eat, right. and then I'm looking for a pill to take to just drop the weight. It doesn't work like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the time. And so, in terms of like with my father and losing my father, it's been four years, right. and I'm just to the point now where I can talk about it and try to help other people with it. Right. If you'd have told me I was going to be doing this two years ago, heck no, man. I, I was right. still trying to put myself back together. Exactly. And, and I still am a little bit to a point. Right. Um. But. But I've grown through that situation, and so, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, listeners, as you're listening, you, you know and understand our hearts and where we're coming from, and that, you know, we have no intention of saying that, uh, you know, what what we're saying is it, but, uh, or, hey, do this, and this is going to fix it. We're just talking about some things that we're noticing, and, and uh, you know, and it means something to us, and we want to help, and we want to talk about it, and get the conversation started. If nothing else, maybe you're sitting there, and you're like, wow, I didn't realize right. I'm one of those people in that 12.5% right. that, that have that, that fear that, you know, we were just right. talking about the phobias, or I'm in the 12%, uh, 12 to 50% of the 11 to 20-year-olds that have the uh, the other disorders that we talked about as far as the uh, the social anxiety. So, right, right. You know, you exactly. might be that, or just the general um, anxiety overall. Right. And so <clears throat> we're going to talk about, uh, Andre, I guess, uh, in the next episode, you know, we'll talk about panic disorders, obsessive-compulsive yeah. disorders, PTSD, which is a very, very big one. Big one, yeah. Um, and PTSD, I know a lot suffer, especially a lot of military um, my wife actually suffers from PTSD. She's giving me permission to talk about this, guys. Um, so <laughs> she's actually going to come on um, in a couple of weeks and uh, kind of talk about how she lost her mother tragically in a car accident as a 12-year-old girl and and uh, the, the PTSD that she got from that and and just um, just her life, you know, up to this point and kind of how... Um, kind of how things have directed in into where she is today and right. and uh and so so this is talking about we're just talking about anxiety we'll talk about the what's next after some different anxieties and and uh maybe we'll even try to have a guest on here that talks about it but i just right. and i came across this subject and i was like wow man what a what a what a a thing to be said of our our nation, our country, our society, um, that we have so many people dealing with all these forms of anxiety and our children and Mm -hmm. and think about our children's children, our grandchildren and, you know, one day and, and just all these future generations of, of these kids that'll one day be adults. And, you know, if, if as kids they can't function because of anxiety, man, what are they going to do as adults when, you know, you have this, because, I would imagine that in 20 years, this number is going to change. It's probably going to go up. Oh, yeah. So instead of being 12 to 50, it's now 50 to 75. So it's just like, it seems like it could get worse. These are epidemic type stuff. And so so we want to help any way we can. Yeah, any way we can. And um, definitely, like Mr. Tim said, Mr. Tim, let's call you Mr. Tim. Um, (laughs) But but Tim said, um, you know, just we're not, you know, any type of, you know, doctors or anything, you know. Um, but we, we definitely, you know, have life experiences. Yeah. Um, and we just encourage, you know, people just to talk about it. Um, anybody you feel comfortable with, you know, yes. I would definitely, you know, advise that just to talk about it, just to kind of improve your mental health. Because yes. that's, that's what all this stimulates from. And, um, and I looked up something. If you have, you know, any questions or more information, you can go to ADAA.org. And it's the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. And um, I'm pretty sure they have a lot of information that you can go and, you know, kind of look up some different, you know, you know different phobias and different um, natural ways to reduce anxiety and just different things like that. Um, and so, you know, hopefully that'll help. Hopefully this platform helps, you know, somebody and uh, we can get it out there. Yeah, I think that um, that's exactly exactly it. Is we wanna we wanna get it out there, and so yes, please go look this stuff up, read it. If if while we're talking about something and wow, it strikes a chord that you're like, wow, I'm I'm experiencing that, or I'm going through that, or I know somebody, or my spouse, or my child, um, you know, look this up. Get right. them, get them the help that they need. Right. I, I can tell you that um, one of the biggest things that it helped me. Um, was you know I I you know I been in church my whole life and right. and uh, I know the scriptures and I know um, you know a little a lot of pastors and all that kind of stuff and um, you know so I, I know a lot of counselors and whatnot and 
Um, but for the first time in my life, I went to a therapist. Um, okay. It's something I was like, oh, I'm never going to do that. I don't need to do that. You know, but dealing with this situation um, that I had to deal with with my father, which was so overwhelming, right. you know, I finally said, you know what, I need to talk to somebody about this. And I went and I talked to a licensed therapist and he was able to show me things that I, there's no way I could have realized on my own. There's no way, right. no way I'd have seen him, you know, no matter how much training I got in myself or how much I learned over the years or how much I've seen or you know and I'm not I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with talking to your pastor or church I think that's right, a, a right. number one go there do that I believe in that um, you know I, and I've done that but in this particular situation right. I guess what kept getting me was the well you don't know you don't understand you never been through this you you never lost a dad this way. You All never, right. and that's that's that anxiety creeping up. And exactly. So, um, so for me, you know, I went and I talked to a licensed therapist, and you know, he was able to kind of listen to me and hear out some things, and and right. really, really, really give me help that I needed. So, right. I encourage anyone listening, if you're you're listening, is one yes, you know, go to go to your church, go to your pastor if you have a pastor, right? Talk to him, let him know. Um, and then beyond that, um, seek professional help. There's right. counselors, there's therapists, there's uh, people out there that have either experienced it or they've been trained with knowing, you know, what to say and, right. and how to help you. And yeah. and uh, these, these things that, you know, Andre and I are looking up on the Internet, man, they know this stuff because they, they see it, they've studied it, they're so ingrained. Right. And not only that, one of the, one of the most impressive things to me about this therapist was he understood how the human mind works. Right, how the brain works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's amazing. Yeah, sometimes, you know, it's it's good to get, um, I say, help and guidance from outside of your circle, outside of the people that you, you normally, go. you know, go to. I there know a lot go. of people are kind of, you know, have a lot of reservations about that. But um, even with me, that kind of helped me too. Uh, me and my mom, actually. You know, wow. when my brother passed, we, um, my dad was kind of hesitant, you know, on it. Um but we went and, you know, talked to, you know, a therapist. And it kind of helped me out in that stage where I was in life. Right. Um, you know, not saying that everybody needs to do that. It may right. not be for you. But, you know, for me, it kind of helped to get outside of my circle, outside of friends, family, yeah. pastors. You know, just everybody just... Because really gonna, it's not going to come back. It was a lot. Right, right. Yeah. It was just, it was just kind of a lot, you know, dealing with family and so just kind of getting out of that and, and knowing how the brain works and how to deal with things yes. that came, you know, and learning a little bit about my brain, it helped. It, it was, it was yeah. good. Yeah. So I agree yeah, they, with that. Uh, yeah. And it doesn't happen to you. I know when I was talking to the therapist, he started talking and then he'd say, yeah, and so you think this and then, and then after you think this, then this happens and then, and then you think this and then you think this and then that. And I'm looking at him going, dude, you got cameras in my house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you know that? But right. it's because, like you, like, you know, we both said is that, you know, we've learned that these guys, they understand how the mind works. They understand the brain and, and how. So if you're, again, if you're listening to this, you know, Andre, just put it out there. Andre, if you could one more time, kind of put out that website uh, yeah, information. It was, um, so that, yeah, just say that one more time so yeah, that way if you're uh, listening. ADAA.org. It's the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. Um like I said, I, this is just something I looked up. I haven't, yeah. you know, been dived into the website by myself. But they do have stuff out there for these type of things. And they do have websites that you can go and look at and get educated on and get information on and, and, and potentially get help from. So, yeah. I, and, I, and I can tell you one of the best things that I know for me personally, um, and Andre, maybe you can attest to this too, but for me personally was to get honest with myself. I think the yeah. first thing is to say, you know what? I have, um, and I don't like to identify everything as a problem. I've said that before, but right. I have uh, a situation in my life that needs work. Right. It needs uh, nurturing. It needs help. It needs, you know, whatever it is. And when you identify that, you know, first by saying, okay, I identify that I have, and, and I can say a problem, I guess, in that word. I identify a need for a resolution to an issue or a problem or a struggle or whatever you want to name it right. in your own mind. But I, I have something. I admit that I have this that I need to deal with. Right. And so now now I can take that what I know is an issue that I need to deal with and then I can take it to somebody and say, here's what I need help with. But I was able to identify it. 
But there may be some people out there that can't even do that. They don't know what their issue is. They right. just know, hey, I get paralyzed when, and it could be, you know, it could be the which we're gonna come talk about the PTSD when you're a child, something traumatic happened, you don't even remember. Right. You know, my right. daughter's afraid of heights, and you know, I lift her up, she freaks out. Never in her life, as long as I remember, has there been a time, except for once when she was a baby, where she fell. When she was a baby, she fell, and it was only from the second stair to the bottom. Right. That's the only time I can remember, and it, and she got up there real fast, and of course we grabbed her, and we took her to the ER, and they're like, everything's fine, she's fine, no problems, okay, great, and you like I said, it wasn't a far fall, right, maybe she'll right. make sure she was okay, right. but, and I don't know if that's the cause or not. But yeah. this is when she was, like I said, just barely learning to crawl. Right. And to this day, I can't lift her up without her freaking out. Right. Yeah. And so maybe it's something that, you know, it's just something ingrained in her. It's a, just a yeah. tra- such a traumatic thing that's still tied in her brain. And so right. getting to somebody who understands how the brain works, who understands how to unlock these things and help right. you. If you're that person, get with somebody. And so, like I said, we're going to close out this episode. We have so much more to talk about. On the subject, I don't know how many episodes it's going to go, um, but anxiety is not something you can just quickly run through right. and just say, you know, this is it. There are so many different forms. There's so many different things that have to do with it. And so um, we might even bring in um, some other special guests uh, that come in and talk with us about this. So a lot more to come on this subject. Um, if you have anything that you'd like to share or say or comment about, please, again, message us. We're out there on Facebook, um, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and of course the email, old school address. Uh, if you just want to send an email, it's what's next podcast. That's P U W H A T S N E X T P O D K A S T. That's with a K. Dot com. Oh, I'm sorry, at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> I always butcher that email address. But send it to yeah. that. I know I've listened back to some of the other episodes where I said, what's next podcast? And I never spell out the word next. Never spell out the word next. I <laughs> never do. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, so it's what's next podcast at gmail.com. Cool. So any one of these ways, you can contact us, let us know. Um, and so we'll have more information, more episodes coming out about this topic. And so please, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear back. And please know that our goal always above all is that to help others out. So till next time, we'll uh, see you guys. See you, see you guys. All right, take, take care. care. What's next? Hey.